It's time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Tonight, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, educator Lori Fisher and cinematographer Cameron Shaw. You ain't wrong, you're right. If it ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you are having a lovely beginning of Thanksgiving Day week. And we also hope you can spare us an hour of your very valuable time tonight because we would love to hear from you. Minds Over Matter, after all, is an audience participation quiz program. So, of course, we are nothing without your participation out there. Feel free to give us a call. It's always good to do it toward the beginning of the show. We want to take as many calls as possible, and we want to hear from you. That means you. So that's area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free. Yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. Um, we hope you can spare us a a few minutes of your time. Again, we would love to hear from you. So now is the time to call. Also want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. It's always great to hear from you. Um, I know that some of you heard... uh, the announcement of the new schedule at KLW. Uh, I'll, we'll discuss that more next week, I think, um, now after everybody's digested their turkey. So, because um, those two are so clearly related. <laughs> and uh, so, but this week we'll, we'll just uh, do the quiz, I think. So again, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. If uh, you would like to hear us in live stream, that is at KALW.org. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to the podcast, that should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show tonight, also at KALW.org and many other places as well. Uh, But start with KALW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. All right. We will go through a round of introductions and get right to the questions. And here is the first. Cameron Shaw, before mentioned, Cameron Shaw appears to be immune to covid and absolutely nothing else that her students bring into school. As such, she would like to apologize for the frog she has that has taken up residence in her throat. Yes, I I sound like this. I don't know if anyone else can hear it in my voice. Oh, but oh, I no. Certainly... oh no, we can't hear it. <laughs> oh, good. That sounds sterling, I'm sure. All right. It is Thanksgiving week, and all kidding aside, Lori Fisher has an incredible amount to be thankful for, very much including this show, his colleagues, and our wonderful audience. Happy holiday, everyone. And our moderator, Dana Rodriguez, has given back, backyard sanctuary to a family of six wild turkeys. He's been feeding them bread cubes and letting them rest in a big basting dish. It's all very <laughs> Hensel and Gretel. That's great. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, let me hasten to say that say they are my friends and that <laughs> yeah, even though they poop, they poop over the entire yard, I would never harm them anymore. Yeah, let's talk to them. Let's get their view of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. if they fertilize your yard, I think. Well, they're I'm, they're fertilizing it in the wrong places. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they're wild. Yeah. They're still wild. Oh, all right, we will start with Cameron Shaw. Okay, um, I as usual will start with my one list question. Um, so. Sometime in the last decade, I found varying dates for this list that was created, but I feel like the list will be pretty similar no matter when it was made in the last decade. Um, TV Guide put out a 50 greatest TV characters of all time list, and I am wondering if you can tell me the top 10. I can give you some categories of most of the shows if you'd like, but I feel like you could probably also come up with some on your own. Well, first one I'll guess is Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker is number five, all in the family. Good. So Good when you say characters, you're you're not talking about, for instance, um, like the Carol Burnett show. You wouldn't say Carol Burnett. You would have to be a fictional character yes. as portrayed on TV. 
Yes, these are all fictional characters. Um, they are all fictional shows. Um, and Joanne guessed MASH. MASH is not one of them. Nobody from MASH Nobody is from in the top okay. 10. Okay. So yeah. say Sam Malone from Cheers? No, but that's a he should be in the top 10, I think. But no, he is not. How about or Alicia? Mary oh. Tyler Moore from the Mary Tyler Moore show? Mary, Mary Tyler no, Moore Mary is Richards. not on there. Um, Mary about, Richards. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say uh, Lucy. Uh, Lucy. Lucy Arnaz from I Love Lucy. Yes, Lucy Ricardo Lucy is, Ricardo, sorry, is number yeah. three. Good job. Okay. Good job. Okay, just give the question okay. once more, please. Sure. Uh, this is TV Guide's list of the top 50 greatest TV characters of all time. List was either written in 2013 or 2015, depending on which website you found it at. So, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> And just to remind you, uh, we're waiting for your call. Uh, the two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 with a question or answer or toll free 866-798-8255. And Laura, you go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to start. Uh, I got an email, actually two emails asking me to complete a question I asked last week, which is about number one songs that just had a woman's name, uh, just a one word name like Tammy or Sheila. I mentioned in passing there were two names of men. What were they? So without guessing, they were Michael of the Highwaymen, as in Row Your Boat Ashore, and Ringo by Lauren Green, of all people. <laughs> but that's not my question. My question is about the strike that's going on in the University of California system. Over 46,000 graduate students and researchers and other workers are on strike. So I have a two-part question. Number one is, what union or what national union are they a part of? And number two... I think it's pretty well known that Berkeley and UCLA have the most graduate students in the UC system, which three schools have the fewest. And for that one, I'll just give you one guess each. So which union are the graduate students and researchers associated with, which nationwide union, and which of the three, which three UC schools have the fewest number of graduate students, but just one guess each on that. Hmm. Go ahead, Cameron. Um, I, I've heard multiple NPR stories about this recently. So the yeah. union is the UAW. That's correct. Which um, is the United Auto Workers. Very good. Yeah, which is weird to me. But hey, what are you going to well, do? It, I know a little bit about it. It's just, it's, it's as the UAW felon membership, they have sought other people who you wouldn't necessarily associate with them. And they have, it's, it's unusual how many different uh, groups are part of them, including graduate students. But yeah, it's a surprise, but true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guess on the which three campuses have the fewest number of graduate students? One guess each. I just you mean of the I'm just to clear clear of the UC schools is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so the ones on strike, this would technically be the ones that have the fewest on strike because they have the fewest number of graduate students. Well, UC Merced. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to guess too. That's that's the lowest. That's that's the fewest with seven hundred and sixty. Okay. Using now, Cam, you get a guess. Uh, how about Riverside? No, Riverside oh. is just off the list. And okay. since there's so few, let's just leave the other two out to the okay. college. So we're looking for the two UC schools um, that have the fewest number of graduate students. And Cameron got that the union that the strikers are associated with is the UAW. All right. And I think we have a couple of lines open. So we're waiting for your call. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Good evening, Tom and Debbie in Berkeley. Hi. Uh, no, not Berkeley. <laughs> Napa. Welcome to Berkeley. <laughs> Formerly of Berkeley. So my question is, uh, what's the highest grossing film of all time? Is this adjusted for current dollars? No, it seems to be an actual dollar. No dollars. Well, okay. I know Avatar was way up there. It was. I don't yeah. know if it still is. A- Avatar is the answer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 2009 right. is apparently th- three billion. Oof. And it came up in the in the context of um, what took them so long. <laughs> an article that was looking at given that why are we only now talking about a sequel to Avatar? Um, hmm. And who really wants one? <laughs> I think the director was very, in my opinion, James yeah. Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Very, I think the, one challenge may have been: do they attempt 
to go back to a 3D presentation or do a sequel and skip that because that technology didn't stick. And uh, so that would be one variable that made the original Avatar obviously a great deal more appealing. Who knows? Yep. Uh, TV Guide Top 50. Um, how about Maxwell Smart? I don't think he's on there, but he's one of my favorite. You know, I believe he is in the top 50, but he's not in the top 10. Okay. So, so. Good guess. And uh, final question. Um, where would you find the highest altitude ATM machine, automatic <laughs> teller machine in the world? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, how about like hmm. in Norway? Different continent. Different continent. Okay. Is it at the top of a building? No, this is seriously oh, high altitude in terms of mountain ranges, let's wow. say. Okay. So somewhere in Nepal, perhaps? Getting a, much, much closer. I, uh, it's at, it's at 15,400 feet, but I don't <laughs> think that'll be much of a giveaway. So is it Tibet? It's, it's a pass. <laughs> and that yeah. should probably give you a Oh, so it's oh. one of the... To the extent a pass somewhere in the world is going to make the news. Is it so the pass between Pakistan yeah. and... That's exactly right. Yeah. Pakistan right. and China. Right. It's called the Khyber Pass. Khyber Pass. Oh, sure. Thank you. There's even yeah. a photograph of a green roof thing. It's used by border guards, a uh, few locals, uh, and adventurous tourists. <laughs> Which, it's a popular site for selfies. <laughs> I bet. As a result, uh, about 20000 a week in rupees wow. goes through the machine. So Amazing. Love the show. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. Doing it. All right. And I'm um, not sure what you were teasing there, Dana, but I'm going to be going online immediately to understand what the, sounds like maybe there's a time change on the show or something. There is a time change in, 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 in order. Yes. Well, yes. It's, on the, it's on the website. The whole new schedule is on the website. Right. If, if people want to look, So just go to KALW. Cause I want to make sure I call in at the right time. <laughs> All right. We Thank want you, so you to. <laughs> Yay. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to minds over matter. We're here every Sunday at five uh, for now. And uh, our time will be changing later on, but I'll, t- we'll talk more about that next week. Anyway, uh, the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. The panel tonight, that would be Cameron Shaw, teacher and cinematographer, uh, Lori Fisher, who still teaches uh, a class at Diablo Valley College, and I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is K-A-L-W, your local public radio station. All right, let me give you a couple of questions here. And um, the first one is, of course, uh, it comes up every year around this time, uh, the stories about the Butterball helpline, where people (laughs) call and they ask questions about cooking a turkey. Sure. So what are the three most asked questions on the butterball helpline this year or i shouldn't say this year in a, in a general way what are the three most asked questions year after year for the butterball helpline i will give you each one guess okay. so i'm going to guess some version of can i cook it frozen or how unfrozen does it have to be something along those lines uh, it's not quite close enough for me to give it to you yeah, okay is yeah, it more guess. like how long do you have to defrost it given the weight? Yes, that's pretty, that's pretty close. It's, okay. it's a basically a question is how do I thaw a turkey? Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yes. okay. I, think I, I think I was close. Cabot yes. yeah, should get another guess. <laughs> uh, so, uh, go yes. ahead. I don't need another guess. That's okay. okay. That right. was my guess. <laughs> so again, the three most common questions they get at the butterball helpline. The first is how do I thaw a turkey? What are the other two? And um, I have a list of the six most common single word tattoos <laughs> in the United States. So again, what are the six most common single word tattoos in the United States? I have no tattoos. I'm not an authority in any way on this. But, 
Yeah, jo- Joanne Guest's mother. I think maybe around 1950, Joanne. That was, probably, <laughs> that was probably the case, but uh, not anymore. And so again, uh, I'm looking for the six most common single word, remember single word tattoos in the United States. I'll give you each one guess. I'll guess the single word love. Love is indeed one of them. Yes. Cameron, you get the rest. All right. I was going to guess believe. Believe also is one. Very good. I've seen that tattoo many a time. Okay. I, I won't ask where. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> uh, so, so love and believe are the we have those two, right? Yes, you do. Okay, cool. So again, cool. I have a list of these six most common single word tattoos in the United States. Love and believe. That's that's two of them. What are the other four? And the uh, Butterball helpline that is always publicized around this time of the year. What are the three most asked questions? So far, we have how do I thaw a turkey, which surprisingly, not surprisingly, that is number one. Uh, What are the other two on that list? And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, Zid, how are you? Good. Very good. So first, I'd like to express my support to the TAs at Berkeley since I was one for six years plus uh, in the early days. And believe it or not, that time, my wages, my meager wages, I had a very nice furnished apartment in Berkeley and one in San Francisco. Would you believe that? Can you do that today? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Can't have either yeah. one. In fact, the address is 1641 Austin Way and one in Columbus right above Bimbo 365 Club. Wow. And I had a car. <laughs> with, yeah. This is what has happened. Now we have seven students, as many as eight students, crammed in one or two-bedroom apartment. Sure. Two-bedroom apartment in Berkeley now is $8,000. This is ridiculous. Somebody yep. is. Somebody has to look into that. Really, it is. It is. It is pretty sad. Okay. Also, the first house I bought in Berkeley was right in Euclid, with seventy thousand bucks. Now the house is worth three million bucks. Okay, let's go to science now. <laughs> science. But they really support the TAs. They really do de- deserve better um, than that. Okay, let's go astronomy this time. There is only one planet in our solar system that have two moons. Which one? Um, we need Kira. Kira knows these ones. Uh, only Kira. two moons. Only two moons. I mean, okay. uh, the only planet that have two moons. I'm sorry. Joanne is guessing Pluto. Okay. There, there's only one planet have two moons. There's some I that have it's... much. Some some have far more, and there is two don't have moons. But I the think... first question would. Yeah, go ahead, please. I think is it Mars? Yes, yes it is Mars. Yes, Mars it's... has Mars. Phobos and Deimos. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 And yes. they very. Very scary name. One, is, one pretty much means the devil, and the other means fear, you know, and that is just from Greek mythology. And one of them is going to fall in the surface of Mars, not in the next millions of years. What's happening to our moon, by the way? Is it going to crash on Earth, or is it going away? Oh. It's leaving Earth. I think it's going to leave Earth, isn't it? It's yeah. going to leave Earth. That will take it, millions and it, millions, and it's going to eventually... Yeah. Earth will be moonless. And the, the moon moon responsible for the creation of life on Earth because without it, the, the day on Earth was only about like four or five hours. So the moon actually made it um, okay. So which, what are the other two planets that have no moons in the, in, in the solar system, in our system? Well, well the Pluto... Uh, no, Pluto has a moon actually has the name Charon. And the, the sad, well, the beautiful thing about that, Charon is good size moon, so you call them like almost dual planet. It is very good oh. size compared to Pluto, but the other one are big planets. How well, then Mercury, Mercury, Mercury has no moons. Mercury have no moons, and Venus. Venus now, what other yeah. unique thing about Venus? How long is the day on Venus? How, long, how many Earth days <laughs> are the day on Venus? I'll give you the answer very quickly. The day on Venus is longer than the year in Venus. The day in Venus is 244 days. The year in Venus is only 224. All was good show. That was really good, you know. It's good for people to know science and astronomy. <laughs> Again, I support uh, UC Strike. We have to do something about this ridiculous housing costs in Berkeley especially. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Cameron, I have a question about the TV characters. Sure. Um, how many more uh, of the eight remaining, how many are women? That's one of my questions. That's a great guess. question. 
Uh, one. Just one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going I'm to guess the Fonz. Is he on the list? Yes. The Fonz is number four. Good and job. I'll take one more guess with Perry Mason. Nope. Perry Mason oh. is not in the top 10. Ooh. Okay. I know. Some yeah. of them are strange to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, it's subjective, oh. but that's okay. Yes, it is subjective. <laughs> okay. How about, how about Jed Clampett? Ooh. No. No. Great guess. How about, I'll, I'll guess one more than Matt Dillon. Not Matt Dillon. Okay. No. All right. All right. And uh, let's see. Next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter and Bernal. Hey, Peter. Uh, for the turkey question, um, is there something about uh, cooking the stuffing inside the turkey or not? Not in the top three, anyway. Let's put it that. Okay. And on the uh, uh, greatest uh, TV characters, yep. I didn't quite get the uh, question. Was that of the 50s or the 50 top characters? Good good clarification. It's the 50 top characters of TV history thus far. So, okay. Of all time. If it was 50s, I was going to guess um, Ralph Cramden. That would have been a good guess. He's not in the top 10. There are Ooh. There is one more from the 50s on this list. Uh, if not Ralph, then uh, how about Archie Bunker? Uh, yeah, Laurie got Archie Bunker um, oh. from All in the Family. Yes, he is number five. Great. Okay, great. And I have a question. Mm-hmm. It's a li- list question. Right. Um, I am going to give you the names of uh, four Hollywood couples. And I want you to tell me what they have in common, and if you can, how they came to be on this list. Uh, first so is it is, important that I hear all four to make <laughs> sense of the, the question? Um, no, not necessarily. Okay. So what the, we um, want to know but, what the couples have in common? Yes. Okay. Uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, Warren Beatty and Annette Bening, and Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. But it's got to be more than that they were married to each other. Yeah. That's right? important, it, but... Okay. They, they all, they, all, no, they all aren't divorced. Um, are they, were they all both nominated for Oscars? Um, that could be. It's not the question I'm asking, though. Not sure if... Is it, a, is it about their personal it, lives about, or their movies? It's about their personal lives or their movie careers that they have in common. It's how they combined. Oh, how were they, they married more than once to each other? No. <laughs> no. Oh well, that's true in in one case. In one of those cases, yeah. <laughs> but but is that is it kind of in that realm of quirky little biographical facts? Uh, not not that quirky, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Does it have anything to do with the movies they were in together? Yes. Like they exactly. met on a set? Uh, no, no. Or... That's close, though. They, they were they were married. Uh, did, they all, did they all break up and reconnect? Like they were married and on the set fell in love with the woman they I ended up marrying? Uh, Warren and Annette have ever broken up. They were a pretty steady no. couple. Good point. All right. Were the movies they were in, like in the top grossing movies of that year? Uh, that may be, but it's not what I'm asking. Okay. It's, uh, parts that they played in these movies. Oh, they played married couples. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, so, right. nice. For Brad Pitt and Angelina me? was Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor was Cleopatra? Well, no. I think they no, played they Jerry, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, Who's yeah. Afraid yeah. of Virginia okay. mm-hmm. I don't know the other two. And, and then um, Warren Beatty and Annette Bening. Wow, that's yeah. good. And, well, I don't know. You, you could say the Bugsy Bugs, but I don't think they were married in that. Um, no. Uh, Tom and, and Kidman were eyes wide shut. Eyes, eyes wide shut. Yeah. Yes. One, yeah. Of, so, one of the movies that they played a married couple in. Yeah. Was it Days of Thunder? The other one. Yeah, that's another one. Ooh. All right. And then far and away was that? Was that you, one too? you got the three. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, and then Warren Beatty and Annette Bening. Is that like Town and Country? Maybe something like that. No. Nineteen ninety four uh, movie. Oh, oh no. Hmm. Uh, 
Um, what kind of picture? Mm, don't know. Dead air. Uh, uh, don't know. I'll tell you then. It's it's a uh, love affair, very appropriately. Oh, oh okay. All right. Don't, don't know it. Yeah, I haven't don't seen know. that. That's the one with Catherine Hepburn, right? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think she plays yeah. his, his mother or aunt or something oh, like wow. that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. good. Well, as for me, I will listen to this show whatever time you put it on. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's very sweet. We love Thank you, you too. Very much. Four in the morning Bye. on Thursdays. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're the sunrise service now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So the two numbers are area code 415. 415- or toll-free, 866-798-8255. And Cameron, I think it's your turn. Okay. Um, So this is uh, as sportsy as I'm going to let my questions get, I think, Um, because I know that's frowned upon. Um, Not by me. Not by Lori, I know. What is the only U.S. city for which all the professional sports teams have the same team colors? (laughs) <laughs> and how many color how many teams is that there are four teams and i so this city to... has all four teams well right? I, there are five american professional sports teams these are male sports teams by the way mm-hmm. um there are five i'm sorry professional sports leagues so it's not necessarily every single one that you're thinking of and the, and four of the teams have the same team colors correct Yes, they have four professional sports teams, and they all have the same colors. So the, I don't know. the The first one that comes to mind is New York. It's the Knicks, not New York. No, I think Rangers. I know. Believe it or not, I the, think I know this. You, you frequently know the sports uh, questions. What do you think? Because this has come up in some form, like a million other things have come up in some form before, <laughs> and um, um. And I think it has something to do with the city, the colors of the city itself. And so I think it's Pittsburgh. It is Pittsburgh. Do you know all the teams? No. Uh, well, okay. Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously. Yeah, Steelers. And the, and the Pirates. The Pirates. Pirates right. And the Penguins. The Penguins. And that's the fourth one that's a kicker. The fourth mm. one, they, they don't have an NBA team, right? They don't. Do they have a soccer team? They do. That's why I said oh, it's the a kicker. Pittsburgh uh, <laughs> Kickers, the kickers, is that it? <laughs> it's it's the Pittsburgh River Hounds. All right, good job. <laughs> Apparently, nice. if you kick a ball out of that stadium, it actually lands in the river. So, All right, sure. give us another right. question. Since okay. Okay. Um, all right, here's another vaguely sports-adjacent one. What was the first ever formally organized international match in any sport in the modern era? So not the ancient Olympics. But it was in what sport and between what two countries? So say the whole question again. Yes, sorry. It was it's a long question. What was the first formally organized international match in any sport in the modern era? I can give you a year if you'd like. It's eighteen forty four. Eighteen forty four. My first guess would be cricket. Yeah. Wow, would, it is that would cricket. be my that's yeah. a, that would have been my guess too. Great. Give us, okay. Give us, each, give us each a bell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what two countries? Go ahead, Dana. What it, What do you think? I have an yeah. idea. I well, I'll mm-hmm. say England just because it makes sense. It is England is not one of them. England not. is not one of them. Okay. Then how about? Well, of course, you want to say India because cricket is extremely popular there. But then India was not a independent country at the time were these independent right. countries may i may i ask they were that? both independent countries yes uh, european nope all right so i think you're in the right part of the world would pakistan have been a country then? no it would not it okay. would not and it's so. also not the right part of the world oh yeah so it's not oh. europe and we're not in the right part of the world so africa it's not going to be south america right 
nope, not South okay. America. Okay. All right, best... leave that out. Yeah. That yeah. Out. yeah. So Somebody just ask the question once more, if you would. Sure. Uh, what was the first ever formally organized match in any sport in the modern era? And uh, was it 1844? Dana and Lori both knew that it was cricket. So now I'm wondering between what two countries. Okay. And uh, we are about halfway through the show. So let's repeat any questions other than that, that uh, we have not gotten to Cameron. Okay. I have, uh, let's see, seven outstanding uh, of the 50 or the top 10 greatest TV characters of all time, according to TV Guide sometime in the last day. What are the three that you have so far? Uh, the three we have so far are Lucy Ricardo, uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, and Archie Bunker. All right. And uh, is that, I'm sorry, is that it? Those are the three we have. Yeah. Okay. That's... No, Mimi, is that your own? Any yes, other... that's all I have. Other... Yeah. Okay. And Lori? I am looking for, given the strike at Berkeley among graduate students and researchers, I am looking for the two uh, University of California schools that have the fewest number of graduate students who already got Merced, and Dana and Cameron are recused from guessing again, and um, somebody guessed Riverside, that's incorrect, and we'll leave the rest out. That's all I have baking right now. Okay, and I am looking for... The uh, most common one-word tattoos in the United States. So far, we have believe and love. What are the other four on that list? Uh, again, what are the six most common one-word tattoos in the United States? We have believe and love so far. And the three most asked questions of the for, to the Butterball helpline, <laughs> which is, of course, in the news all, Every time. year around this time, <laughs> what are the three most commonly asked questions at the Butterball Helpline? So far, we have how to thaw a turkey, which is a natural first step, I should say. Uh, what are the other two questions on that list? Uh, and that's it. So, uh, Lori, I'm going to, I think it's your turn. It is. So, with the death of Gallagher, which may, you may have not mourned, I thought of uh, famous people who are only known by one name. Uh, and the name is not connected to their real name. So I'm going to give you the names of seven people, all of whom are famous by their one word name. And that's what I'm looking for. Personally, You're looking for the one word name. name. Yeah. One I'm going to give you their real name. Oh, I uh, see. Okay. And you'll give me the one word name. And they're, I think, all pretty well known. We'll see. First one is Leslie Hornby. Second one is William Sidney Porter. Third one is Jean Baptiste Poquelin. Number four is Marshall Bruce Mathers. Number five is Melissa Jefferson. Number six is Francois-Marie Away. It's spelled A-R-O-U-E-T. And the last one is Virginia Ruth Egnor, E-G-N-O-R. So I'll run through them again and give you two each if you can get them. Leslie Hornby, William Sidney Porter, Jean-Baptiste Poquelin, Marshall Bruce Mathers, Melissa Jefferson, Francois-Marie Away. And Virginia Roots Ednor. And they come from uh, the I'll let uh, Cameron go first on this. Okay, Cam. Okay. Um, Marshall Mathers is Eminem. Yes. Bella Nowen. Marshall Bruce Mathers. Okay. I think I think William Sidney Porter is O. Henry's real name. Excellent. It is O. Henry's real okay. name. Very good. Okay, right, that's Dana? all I got. So I'm glad that's I only all got you two guesses. Guess. Just do it. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. So the other ones are once Leslie more. Hornby, Jean Baptiste Poquelin, Melissa Jefferson, Francois Marie Away, and Virginia Ruth Egnor. The the French the the French is the Moliere, I believe. Yeah, Jean Baptiste Poquelin is Moliere. Very good. And the There's Leslie friend. Hornby. I think I know. You do. I got to think about that. <laughs> you uh, and you, a, I think you know Virginia Ruth Egnor, too. You just, she'll come to you. Yeah. You'll know her more than Cameron will. Cam, that's the only one that Cameron might not know. How rude. <laughs> it's just an age thing. It's reversed age. Yes, totally fair. Huh. All right. Um, mm-hmm. All right, don't come to me. Okay. Anyway, okay. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, this is Fred in West Virginia. Hi, hey, Fred. Okay, so if you have a, a frog in your throat that was mentioned by the panel oh, yeah. there, yeah. that's me. What do you say in, in French? I mean, just the English translation. What is caught in their throat in French? 
And it's not the French frogs. word. It's not the French word for frog. They're often referred to as frogs. They're not going to say, "I have a frog in my throat." <laughs> so, is it is it the French word for frog we're looking for, or just the French word? No, for it's the another animal. These are three different languages that have other animals for the reference. Oh. A frog yeah. in my throat. And you're fluent in, in those languages, right, Fred? You know that. I, <laughs> I can say this French word, yeah. <laughs> How about duck? No. No, okay. So do, you want a, do, you, do you want a French word or do you want the American version of that word? The English. The English. English. All right, so what Name else would it be? How about, a, how about a beetle? No. Okay. I guess this is kind of a random question. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Um, <laughs> that's okay. That's what we do. Can uh, you give us a like a species or general species? A, a pet. Yeah. A pet. Cats? Cat. Cat in the throat and in yeah. Czechoslovakia. Oh, it's a Dog. food. A food caught it's in your a throat. Food. A food. <laughs> uh, goulash. Oh, dumpling. <laughs> well, this is getting into yeah, it. Okay, what is COP27? Let me go on Say it again. Question. Say it again. COP27. COP27? Cop Cop Spell it. COP. D-O-P. 27. Oh, it's the, it's the um, climate summit, right? Climate summit? Where is it? In it's in Egypt? Egypt. Yeah. Egypt? What city? Oh, it's, it's Cairo? No, it's no. It's not Cairo. It's is it um, Alexandria. No, it's not Alexandria. It's okay. down. It's uh, it's a resort city. It's down. A tourist, yeah, known for its yeah. scuba diving. Oh. Right. Three hundred and fifty kinds of coral. Oh. Well, uh, it's down right by the, the you know at the end of the Suez Canal, isn't it? Someplace way so, down there, way down there. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of the city. Sorry. Charmel Sheikh. All right. Uh, One okay. more question about that. What that's changed in the last century? It's changed countries twice. Charmel Sheikh. Huh. What countries has it been in besides Egypt? Well, it was in the Ottoman Empire, wasn't it? At one no, point, this is the last the last fifty or sixty years. Oh, um, you could have lived there and lived in a different country twice. Oh. Huh. So what borders uh, Egypt down there? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I so can't the, pull that well, out of my head. <laughs> the Sudan was a British colony or, no, or a British possession. Was it Sudanese what, for what, the, what, penin, what peninsula is it on? Um <laughs> well, it's on the what Red Sea. It's on the Red Sea, the Gulf of so Aqaba. Is, so is it part of... Sinai, Sinai Peninsula. Oh, right. Jordan? Was it part of Jordan ever? No, no. no. Getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> okay. Close to Jordan. Close to Jordan. Saudi Arabia. No. No. Other side. <laughs> Other side. Um, Let's look at our map. So. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, tell, go ahead and tell us. What is it? It's been part of Israel twice after oh. the, after the uh, uh, Gulf crisis, after the Suez Canal crisis. It was part of Israel for two years. Interesting. Then after the 1968 war, it was part of Israel until oh, 2013. That recently. Oh, that's interesting. These are the worst questions. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. No I didn't think of Israel as going down that far. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Fred. No, it was, the, the Sinai Peninsula was part of Israel. Yeah. That's right. Many years? Well, for, for maybe 14 years. And then it was given back when they gave up the uh, Sinai Peninsula to Egypt. Sure. Okay, well, thank you all. Thank you, Fred. All right, Fred. And uh, you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're enjoying the show. We'll take as many calls as we can. That number is, the two numbers are area code 415 841-4134 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Um, let's see. Okay, I have a I have a Thanksgiving question here. 
Um, I'm just debating whether we have enough time to go through all of this. I can, maybe we do. Sure, we do. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to give you. They they had a map uh, that I found of of the favorite Thanksgiving side dish by state. <laughs> You're so good so, at finding these things. It's in boggles my mind. Yeah, I'm place, <laughs> place maps. Yeah. So again, this is these are the favorite Thanksgiving side dishes by state. So I'm giving you basically the outliers. So in other words, there would there would be only one state that that has this answer. Okay. Okay. So for instance, if you said mashed potatoes, you'd be doing you know Every you get a dozen states. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but these are the outliers. So uh, there's only one state in which these are the favorite Thanksgiving side dish. So, so uh, number one is cranberry sauce. Mm. Number two is cream corn, which I can never find. I wish Ugh. somebody would tell me where I can find cream corn you in this area. You can I make really it. like it, and <laughs> I can never find it. You're allowed to make it yourself, by the way, yep. just so you know. No, it's <laughs> uh, so, again, number one, cranberry sauce. Number two, cream corn. Number three, white gravy. And number four, hash brown casserole, which sounds delicious oh. in a heart-clogging way. Yeah. Um, so again, what are the these are the favorite Thanksgiving excuse me Thanksgiving side dishes by state? So there's only one state that's the answer to each of these. Number one, cranberry sauce. Number two, cream corn. Tell me where I can find cream corn. Number three, <laughs> white gravy, and number four, hash browns. So I'll give you each one guess. Cameron, you want to go first? Sure. I have no solid knowledge on any of this. I'm going <laughs> to well, guess cranberry sauce would be Connecticut. No. I'm gonna I guess think they're cr- grown in Connecticut. I'm going to guess cranberry sauce is Minnesota because I think they are grown in Minnesota. That's a good right. guess. No. Yeah. All right. And then we'll leave the rest out. Yeah. <laughs> and include, right. uh, people can call in with their cream corn recipe if they like. So again, we're looking for the favorite Thanksgiving side dish by state. There's only one state that has each of these as their favorite side dish. Number one, cranberry sauce. Number two, cream corn. Number three, white gravy. Number four, hash brown casserole. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey, it's Bill and Melissa. Hi. Hey. Hey. All right, let's make a quick rundown of guesses. Uh, Cameron, for the greatest TV characters, what about Homer Simpson? Homer Simpson is not in the top ten. Shockingly, I know. That's a great guess. What about any of the Cartwrights from Bonanza? Nope, none of the Cartwrights. You mean Uh, the 40-year-old father and his three (laughs) 35-year-old sons? (laughs) That's how recorded Ringo. Okay, and Melissa is is guessing David Carradine in Kung Fu. In Kung Fu. Uh, that would be awesome, but no, no, unfortunately. And we can't okay. his name. <laughs> there was still one from the 50s, right? There is one from the 50s, yes. Uh, could that be either George Burns or in Gracie Allen or Zorro? <laughs> no, it is more of a um, sitcom than Zorro. It is a sitcom. I'll say that, okay. but not Gracie Allen, not George Burns. Okay, so moving on. Uh, Lori's question about the UC schools. Yes. Uh, what about um, Monterey Bay? Not, no, that's good. No, and, is it, Monterey Bay's a CSU, not a UC. Oh. Okay, yes. and what about Santa Cruz? Yes, that's the second lowest with All 1977. Right. Very good. Okay. So we're now looking for that's one more. Good. Okay. And then Dana, the questions about the, on the butterball line. Um, how about how long to cook a turkey per pound? Um, no. Okay. No, not that. Okay. And what about cooking the breast up or breast down? No. Where's the butter? <laughs> <laughs> No. No. Okay. Uh, And the six most common single word tattoos, would one of them be America? Oh, what an interesting guess. Uh, No. Okay. And then in that case, um, (laughs) moving on, I have a question that I think Dana should be right in your wheelhouse. Uh Uh-oh. 
Every time people say that, I never get it. <laughs> Everyone okay. should start every question like that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's why that's why I precede these questions like that, so it'll be more you know challenging. What actress is currently the longest ago recipient of a Best Actress Oscar nomination? Like she's still alive and she won a very long time ago? Correct. Okay. She didn't win. You said nominated, right? Nominated. She didn't win. Oh. But oh. For, nominated. For best, for best Actress. Yes. So is Gosh. it... Um, Eva Marie Saint? It is not. Oh, that's a great guess, though. Well, I thought she, yeah. So somebody is was nominated before her who's older than her. Yes. Originally, I wanted to say Joanne Woodward, but but then you just said nomination and not. And uh, she's not she's going to be alive. And Eva Marie Saint's older, I think. Uh, Maybe not. Okay, so is it before both those people for the nomination? Um, in the forties? No, no, not in the forties. Uh, the person was nominated in the fifties, and she's still alive. Correct. Correct. You get for best actress. Okay. Um, um what kind of role? Yeah. What, what kind, kind of role? Yeah. Was it? yeah. Well, here's a hint. She's not an American actress. Okay. <laughs> so she's probably British. Is right? is Leslie Caron still alive? Yes, nicely that, done. Is Good that job it? That. I didn't know she was still alive. For, okay, what, what year and what for film? Lily? Right, for Lily, Lily? yeah, Lily, yeah, which was 19, fifty. What I don't year? know. It was the fifty-two. 52? 50, 50. No, it's 50, 52, 53, right around there. Yeah. Yep. How old okay, is she? Here's, here's part two <laughs> of that funny. question. Yeah. From whom did she inherit this title? Oh, that's a good what, question. What title? Oh, I see. The title of... You mean somebody well, passed Somebody passed away? Yes. Recently? Okay. Mm, Is it a really, similar era? In, in the last few years. But the nomination film, was it a similar era? Uh, no, uh, longer ago than... Longer ago, than, okay. Oh, would it be Gosh. Olivia de Havilland? Bingo. Oh. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But okay. she also has won, right? Well, that counts as being nominated. I guess right, that's true. But that's you're talking about the, yeah. the yeah. nomination for Best Actress that she didn't win. So that would be that would be Hold Back the Dawn then, right? 41? Oh, you're going back to the oh, one wow. she did, oh, just nominated. That's good. Uh, it, actually, I think it would be either either a winner or a nomination. Okay. okay. Either way, it's Olivia de Havilland, so that's good. Yeah. I mean, okay. She was nominated a lot yeah, <laughs> in the forties. So you see, you said question. it was in my wheelhouse, and then Cameron got it, <laughs> <laughs> and I got the other half. Yeah. That's, that's the way it's supposed to work. Good job. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for another great show. Thank it's you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Bye bye. And the two numbers to join us, area code 415-841-4134, or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Who has a very concise question? I do, but Cameron, do you? Lori, you can go for it, because I have another of these. Dana's house. If you get this one quickly, these are are Thanksgiving questions, and you might get them quickly. The first one is, I have two really quick ones. Who was the president, the first president to give a first pardon to a turkey? In other words, the first presidential turkey pardon. Uh, I've heard this before. Is it Gerald Ford? It is not Gerald Ford. Okay. Does it go back to Lincoln by any chance? It does not go back to Lincoln. So it's it's somewhere between <laughs> Lincoln and Ford. <laughs> okay. uh, how about uh, Franklin Roosevelt? Not Franklin Roosevelt. I don't know that. Okay. Well, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, um, let me think for a minute. Okay. So it doesn't go back. It's 20th century, though, isn't it? It is. How about Kennedy? 
Not Ken. Oh, I'm sorry. It is Kennedy. JFK oh. was the first one. Yeah, very good. Okay. Lee, I was going to ask about Lincoln. Lincoln created uh, uh, Thanksgiving as a national holiday, but his name is out there. But Kennedy was the first one to give the presidential turkey. Very good. Nice. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Another one if you want one, but maybe we'll take a call. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello. Ah, good. Here we go. <laughs> Are you ready? Um, yep. It's, yep. Well, my favorite nine-word tattoo is, it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> you know, if I ever get a cat tattoo, that's what I would say. It seemed like a good idea at the time for a conversation starter. <laughs> but uh, Cameron, are you yes. ready? Yes. Are you ready? I'm um, ready. George Jefferson? No. Great guess. Should be on there, but I'm yeah. sure he's on the top 50, but he's not in the top 10. Yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with Norman Lear. But, you know, of course, the Archie Bunker, because that's part of the world. Yep. To say He's an Archie Bunker type. So I was he trying is. to think of, like, other words that have become part of what we refer to as a so-and-so type. Oh, uh, also, Cameron, are you ready? Yes. Get this. Uh, Simon. What does Simon mean? That surname. Or that, or either way, the name Simon. What does it mean? I'm not sure. Is it? Does it? Is it? It's a biblical name. So it's biblical. Yeah, and if you look it up, it also has a certain meaning as it passed through uh, Greece. Okay. Does it have something to do with my name? Yes. Does it mean crooked oh. nose? Close. <laughs> Close. Close. Simon. Simon's a Hebrew name. Simon means uh, listening or hearing or something of that sort. Yeah. yeah. Smelling? No. Okay. Yes. But it, when I when I googled it, it also passes through Greece and picks up a different meaning as well. It's also one of the one-word tattoos, right? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, right. Are you ready? Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One more question, and then we have to take. No, no question. Uh, <laughs> snub nosed. That's what Simon means. Snub nosed. That's what. Not 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 from the Hebrew, but when it passes through Greece, you'll see it, it, t- it takes on the meaning of well, snub nosed. I will it's tell a, my uncle Simon at Thanksgiving really? that we have something <laughs> in common. That's yeah. great. Good good conversation really? starter. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Cameron right. Simon. Yep. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, bye-bye. Have bye-bye. a good one. And next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi. Hi. Hi, this is Stacy. Um, I really enjoy your show. My nephew Mike turned me on to you guys. Um Great. So Thank, you. Think, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was going to try and guess for the one uh, for the name for the tattoo, um, Jesus. Oh, oh, that's a that's an excellent guess. But no, there's no there are no names on there. Just oh, okay, words. okay. And then I know about for the turkey. I know someone kind of asked about um, about how to cook it like per pound. But I think maybe one of the questions is a common question is. Um, how can I tell if it's done, if the turkey's done? Oh, that's Good. smart. Yeah. Well, down the list, if you go down, the, I only <laughs> have the top three. If you go down the list, it's that that question does come up. It's just not in the top three. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and thanks have for listening. Night. Appreciate it. Joanne, Joanne is guessing carving the turkey. No, that, that doesn't come up at all. I mean, that doesn't come up in any of the top 10 questions. And I, I'm uh, going to guess on the tattoo, can I guess the word God? No, again, no, no, no names. No, well, that, not that. A, I don't think of that as a name, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, Mr. God. You know. <laughs> Mr. God. <laughs> oh, that, um, yeah, that's Can I guess yeah. on the, the turkey one? Can I have another guess? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Is there any anything to do with brining a turkey? Ooh. Uh, not or in the top three anyway. Or a spatchcocking, which is a great no, word. No, no, no. Okay. no. I just wanted no, to say it on the air. Really? <laughs> First time it's ever been said on the air. I know. And on this show, yeah. Next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. 
Hi. Um, Hi. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder, Dana, but um, I know Leslie Hornby is Twiggy. It is. Oh, good oh, for you. Good. Leslie I'm glad you got that. is Twiggy. Very good. Um, <laughs> and on the fifties and the actors on TV, yep. I have to guess Donna Reed. She's one of my favorites. But I you don't know, think she she's not on there. Um, that not would make sense woman. for the fifties. Yeah. Yeah. No. It is a it is a man on a fifties sitcom. Um, um, short-lived 50s sitcom too we'll yeah. say Life not, is, no, no. somebody guessed Ralph Cramden but it's not him not him Yeah. how about on the turkey questions do they ask what to do with the bag of um, innards that you get inside <laughs> the turkey Yes, I'm going to give that to you. Oh, the, the, the question is, what are giblets? <laughs> so oh, that's basically that. Those are giblets. So, yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Great. Well, thank you. I love you. Thank you so too. much. Is there a thank question you. about getting rid of the carcass? No, that didn't come up either. Because that usually comes up at the people trying to flush them down the toilet. <laughs> oh. Unsuccessfully. Yeah. No. I don't oh know. If they, eat, if they eat with my family, there's not much left. So. <laughs> uh, and all right, next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Tom in California. Hey, Tom. Hi, everybody. Um, hey. The grad okay. students, how about Santa Barbara? That's it. That's the third fewest hey. with 2,900. Yay. Very good. Nice work. Okay, Cameron, yeah. some of the TV characters. How about Walter White? No, Walter White. These these are all older than Walter White. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, Walter White's reign. That was still. Yeah. Um, no, he was he was around then, but these these yeah. top ten are all older than that. Okay, so Omar Little probably not. No, I think he's further down the, the list, yeah. if I recall. On the wire, yeah. Okay. How about Columbo. Columbo is number seven. Good job. Very yes. very good. Okay. The the most common single word tap. How about uh, peace? Uh, no. No. Okay. Oh, and then was the cricket match? Was that U.S. and Canada? No. Uh, I'm sorry. I spaced for a second. <laughs> yes, oh, that the, was the, the U.S. and Canada. Really? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Good. Yay. Isn't that interesting? I know. The U.S. had a cricket team in 1844. Yeah, there was a cricket club in New York, the St. George's Cricket Club. Oh. Very nice. oh we're, almost, we're almost out of time. So uh, any other guesses quickly? Okay. Uh, I'll guess quickly. Uh, white gravy for Mississippi? Uh, no. Ash brown casserole, Minnesota? And no. <laughs> Cranberry sauce, Massachusetts? No. <laughs> ah, okay. And, then, uh, and one correction, uh, Olivia de Havilland, I kind of missed it, but she's dead. Yeah, no. They, that yeah, was the question. They mentioned that. Okay, I might have missed that. Okay. Thanks. Great show. As Thank, you. Thank you. All right. Bye. Time to clean up here, How about, uh, Cameron. Quick guess, yeah. Mar- Marcus Welby on the list? No, not okay. on the list. Go ahead. All right. All right. Cameron, the ones- what do we have? The outstanding ones, Louis De Palma from Taxi, Ed Norton from The Honeymooners, Mr. Spock from the original Star Trek, Emma Peel from The Avengers, Barney Fife from The Andy Griffith Show, and George Costanza from Seinfeld. All right, good. And Lori? I have, oh, the people, the the full name of uh, Melissa Jefferson is Lizzo. Damn it, I thought you'd get that. I should have known that. Francois-Marie Awe is Voltaire. And Virginia Ruth Egner, did you come up with it, Dana? Nope. This is the one I think Cameron might not know. Dagmar. You know her? I sure don't. Okay. <laughs> Look her up. Yeah. The, the, okay. the great Dagmar. You mean Dagmar from Broadway Open House, Dagmar? Like the, the very same. 1950 yes. TV show? Okay, fine. And she's on the list, not on the list of Cameron's characters. Either. I feel okay not knowing you should, Oh, you should feel yeah. good. I think I think you should. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hit myself too much over that. <laughs> is that it for you, Lori? That is. Okay, quickly, uh, the uh, most common one-word tattoos in the United States, hope, love, believe, strength, imagine, and freedom. The three most common questions uh, at the Butterball Helpline, how do I thaw a turkey? How do you prevent a dry turkey? What are giblets? Uh, The favorite Thanksgiving side dish by state, cranberry sauce, New Hampshire, Cream corn, and please please let me know if you know where I get cream corn. Cream corn, <laughs> Kansas. White gravy, Arkansas. 
Do they just drink it? I, I was wondering about that. <laughs> and hash brown casserole, Alaska. Oh. Uh, if we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. Please remember that Minds Over Matter is here for now every Sunday at 5 p.m. Uh, my thanks to our panel. That would be Cameron Shaw, teacher, cinematographer, and Lori Fisher, Diablo Valley College. I'll be your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Uh, and, of course, Joanne Marr for handling the board and phones. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. We look forward to hearing from you next Sunday. Have a marvelous holiday. Please join us next Sunday at 5. Take care, everybody. Have a great holiday. Bye-bye. <laughs>